Hello, FPL managers. Welcome to episode number 40 of the FPL Optimized Podcast. This is the podcast in which we combine analytics with the good old eye test. I am Bas, the casual manager, and my co-host is Sirtop, the data scientist. Data or grass or data and grass? That's the question. Double Game Week 29 is almost behind us. We are recording this on Wednesday evening with two games still being played as we speak. It was a big Double Game Week to which we were looking forward for a long time. And now we'll face a few more, let's say, boring single game weeks. But keep in mind that there is a blank coming up in Game Week 32 and then a few more doubles in Game Week 34. So the planning fun is definitely not over yet. Sirtop, you and I both had our bench boost active in game week 29. How did it go for you so far? Uh, I was at 111 points before today's games and okay. currently projected to get around 135. I mean, unless oh. Rashford does something, something else. Uh, my overall rank uh, was... 307k last game week and today before the games it was 191k and after today's games i think it will be around 150k if my calculation is correct so i mean it's a great game week great bench boost i'm very happy and i'm glad that my picks of watkins and mitoma worked very nicely how about you yeah, that sounds good. Um, yeah, for me, it went okay. Um, not overwhelmingly great, but not bad either, I think. I was on 106 points uh, yesterday. Now I am on 114 as we speak. But this evening is not going too well. Newcastle conceded. Uh, Shaw went off early. Rashford scored. And I have him in my team, but I didn't captain him. So I don't think it's uh, good news for me. But all right, uh, the players I was happy with were my both goalkeepers, Kappa and Steele, scoring 18 points together. Uh, the Newcastle defense, at least for the first game, as I have Trippier and Botman together. And Ollie Watkins with 17 points. That was mm-hmm. quite a mm-hmm. uh, The bad news came from my captain. I went for Madison, which was maybe uh, a little bit of a risk, but I thought their games looked good. But uh, unfortunately, Leicester overall disappointed and Madison ended up with just four points. Havertz was disappointing as well, also only four points. And then, of course, Saka uh, didn't do what I hope he would do. Only one point for him. Um, Yeah, looking at the Arsenal result, you know, they beat Leeds with 4-1. So I, I still think that was the right decision to keep the Arsenal players even though they only had a single game week. Um, but yeah, we just couldn't know that Saka was struggling with sickness the day before. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be above 110 points, that's for sure. Uh, I'll probably have a green arrow, so that's okay too. But I was hoping for a bit more, especially with the bench boost being active. But okay, let's look forward to game week 30. Um, it's coming up next weekend. The FPL deadline is on Saturday at 11 UK time or noon here in uh, European time. So, yeah, a popular move this week will be um, to bring Haaland back as many people transferred him out. So I think it was always the plan to bring him back, even though there are some fitness concerns. 
but beyond Haaland, let's look at all the options we should con be considering uh, by looking at the optimal team for game week 30. So I generated a game week 30 optimal team, but I also assumed free hit 32 because it was one of the yeah. questions we received from Twitter. So, so this team assumes that you will be using your free hit in 32. But okay. we have Ederson in goal <laughs> again, the Ederson yeah. premium goalkeeper. We have Shar in defense, but there's no doubt about his availability next game week. But anyway, so um, okay. I ran this this morning, so I will go with it. So uh, we have yeah. Shar in defense, Martinez and Alex Moreno. And in midfield, we have McAllister, Saka, Grealish, Rashford. And okay. in forward, we have Watkins and Holland and Kane. Wow. And in the bench, we have Iverson, uh, Mitoma. Pedro Porro and Dunk. So this team is optimized under 0 0.95 DK base so that it's a long-term plan. And the good thing is we are able to see until the end of the season now. So because Game Week 38 came into the picture. So we have all the projections until the end of the season so that you can actually re reduce uh, any value you assign for uh, parameters like uh, your team value, rolling your free transfer, those kind of things get less valuable. Okay. And so this team transfers Watkins out for Havertz in game week 31. And then mm. there are a few other scheduled transfers and it captains Rashford this game week. And yeah, what, what do you think about it? Do you think it's a solid team? Um, yeah, definitely. I think there are a few names popping up which we didn't see so often yet in uh, in, in previous teams. I see uh, yeah Martinez, well against Everton, uh, Alex Moreno um, from Villa, and I think yeah Villa indeed they, they they are doing quite well in recent weeks. Um, yeah, the one thing I was surprised that you said. Game week 30, we have Watkins, and then for game week 31, it moves Watkins out for Havertz. And I was actually planning to, to sell Havertz now. I do have Havertz. I was watching the Chelsea game yesterday, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Havertz didn't look too convincing, so I, I was thinking to try to transfer him out. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, so, I need to transfer someone out for uh, Haaland. Yeah. It will either be Havertz or Watkins, and. Looking at the form Watkins is in, uh, I'm, I'm, I'll stick to Watkins for now. That's for sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, and another thing I was thinking is indeed to to watch out for the injury news. I think you mentioned Char with some doubts. Uh, was it injury related? I think so. I wasn't watching the game, but that's what okay. I. Okay, that's something we need to keep an eye on. I also think uh, McAllister. I was reading some updates about that. I think he had to. Uh, uh, leave the pitch yesterday, so I think there were some fitness concerns over him as well. So, uh, yeah, definitely, you know, there are a lot of games being played. It will be a very busy uh, couple of weeks coming up, not just with Premier League games, but also with European games. So that's definitely something also to keep in mind, uh, the overall fitness and uh, availability of players. Mm -hmm. All right, so thanks for taking us through the optimal team for game week 30. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it already. Uh, something we need to keep in mind is navigating the upcoming game weeks, as always. Uh, in this specific situation now, we need to think about game week 32, as there will be some blanks, and then another double in game week 34. And if you still have your free hit, uh, game week 32 could be a good week to use uh, that chip. But people who don't have it anymore or prefer to use it in another game week uh, will have to look now at the game week 32 fixtures and consider that in their transfer plans in order to make sure that they will have, let's say, sufficient players for that game week. We had a question on that from Steely Dan Heatley. And he was asking our opinion. Um, I think he knew that we are on the free hit 32 plan. And he's asking if there would be any reason uh, for us to change that plan. So how are you looking at it at the moment, Sirdov? Okay, yeah, before I answer this question, I forgot to mention one thing about the optimal team. Uh, just we have discussed. So in game week 34, that team actually ends up with full of doublers in lineup. So we have Ederson, Dung, Alexander Arnold, Martinez, McAllister, Mitoma, Salah, Grealish, Rashford, Darwin, and Holland. Yeah. They are all doubling. So game week okay. 34 with that team is giving yeah. 107 lineup uh, expected value, which is pretty yeah. good. So yeah. that's kind of the uh, appeal of free hitting in 32. I mean, right? You well. When we were optimizing our uh, wildcard teams, I mean, when I was doing it, I always yeah. assumed that I will use my free hit in 32, and I was yeah. making sure that I will get a really good team by game week 34. Right. So, to answer this question, I also checked if it makes sense for me to use free hit 32 or 34 just to see, you know, how much difference there is. So, the thing is, I have only six players for game week 32 uh, as of right now. So, mm -hmm then the solver wants me to take two hits um, if I don't use my free hit in 32. So it takes two hits in game week 31, and okay. my overall expected value is eight points less. So roughly hmm. around the hits. So, I mean, I hmm. don't see any reason to use my free hit in 34 uh, unless uh, one of my... Uh, players who will double in 34 gets injured or dropped or something so then if i know if i know that i need to make any changes then this difference will get smaller but as of right now i think i will use my free hit in 32 so it's very unlikely but if i lose like two players two or more players uh from my game week 34 team then i can yeah. consider using it game week 34 How about you Okay. But how would you handle 32 then? You would take some hits to still have a decent team. Yeah, I need to take yeah. two hits in 31 to okay. make it work in that case. All right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I've been thinking about it as well. And, and I think for me, same scenario as, as for you. I mean, I was looking at game week 34. There are some interesting doubles. So I think now it's it's a good moment to just load up on those players so we'll have a really strong team in uh, game week 34. Um, I was just looking at some teams and some of the fixtures so Man City play against Fulham and West Ham 
So I want at least two players from City. Currently, I have zero. So, you know, that will be for me in the next weeks. That will be the objective to bring in some City players again. Um, Man United will play against Villa and Brighton. So I do have already two United players, which can be sufficient. And then I think the third team for me to target for game week 34 is also Brighton. They will play against Wolves and uh, United, Manchester United, that is. Uh, so yeah, from those three teams, we will likely want to have at least six players, maybe even eight or nine. And the thing is that all those three teams blank in game week 32. So I think with that in mind, um, uh, again, to your point as well, I think it's a good strategy to just focus on 34, make sure you have all those players, and then don't worry too much about 32 because you can just use uh, the free hit. Uh, for that game week. So, yeah, that's the plan I will go for. And I think from now on, uh, from for each transfer I'll make, uh, I'll already have game week 34 in mind to kind of, you know, build build the team uh, uh, for that for that week. Um, and, you know, there are more teams doubling in 34. There's Liverpool, West Ham, Fulham. Uh, they do have a game in 32 as well, though. So that mm -hmm. could be another option. I think it is possible to balance it between having enough double game week 34 players and also having coverage in 32. Mm -hmm. And indeed, in that case, you could save your free hit for another week. So, yeah, I think that's a bit team and manager dependent, as always. And just one last thing to say is, as always, also to not ignore the single game week players because there are a few good ones there, too. In game week 34, uh, Brantford, they play against Nottingham and Newcastle play against Southampton. So a lot of uh, different strategies I think we could go for uh, to optimize the team for uh, game week 34. So yeah, that was a bit in detail. Uh, I suppose that's how you are looking at it as well, Sir Top. I mean, you mentioned it already. Or, yeah, what is the data telling you? Is, are there any key players that we need to have for the double game week 34? Or was everything already covered in the team you mentioned? Yeah, I think I didn't check uh, game week 34 uh, plans separately. I can okay. quickly check preheat 34 optimal plan. Let's see if there are some single game week players mm -hmm. in that uh, preheat team. Yeah. I don't see any single game week player. So it has Ederson no. in goal, Dunk, Robertson, Alexander Arnold, and Stones in defense. Okay. McAllister, Mitoma, Salah, Fernandez, and Rashford in midfield. And we have Holland as the single forward. Oh. Um, yeah, that's the optimal free hit 34 team. Uh, yeah. And it gives 109 expected value, lineup expected value. So, okay. yeah, I mean, so in my case, though, I will have um, De Gea. I mean, if uh, if yeah. I just use my free hit in 32, just by using transfers, I will have two players who will have a single game week, only Trippier and Solanke, if my transfer plan goes, you know, well. Uh, yeah. And then I will have De Gea, Dunk, uh, Alexander-Arnold, McAllister, Mitoma, Salah, Grealish, Rashford. Yeah. Uh, and Holland, who are okay. doubling that game week. So, as you yeah. say, I mean, I'm well set up for that game week. Uh, yeah. I just need to make a single transfer, probably one or two. Right. 
Yeah, no, yeah, I will do the same. I don't, I don't know yet if I will have the same players. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> we always have uh, different players, and interestingly enough, we're quite close in our OR. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, let's see how it will end. So, uh, so yeah, so the the, the the thing about free hit in thirty four, in my opinion, is this. So yeah. the as you see, the the optimal free hit team. Sounds yeah. like a good team that for that game week. So, um, uh, uh, optimal free hit thirty four team is also good for other game weeks, like whether yeah. it is like thirty three, right. thirty five, yeah. whatever. So yeah. then, by planning well, you can already yeah. have a good team. Like in my case, my team has one hundred and two expected value. It is only seven expected value less than optimal free hit team. So right. seven is a very low value for free hit. Yeah. So in yeah. my case, for example, it doesn't make that much sense to use a free hit in 34 because of it, because I can already get there using my free yeah. transfers. So yeah. that reduces the appeal of free hit in my opinion. So yeah. last season, when I used my free hit in a blank game week, there was, yeah. it created a huge difference in terms of expected value for me, because I only got the players that I won't be able to keep for another game week because I mean their fixtures are bad or they're not good players for long term. Yeah. So, but if you look at the free hit 34 optimal team, then these are all the players that you would like to have in your team for long term. So yeah, you want to have them anyway. Yeah, no, I agree. I was thinking the same. That was indeed the logic also for me. Focus mm-hmm. on game week 34, build a strong team for that, and then 32 we can free it. Um, so yeah, I think I will go for that indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we did talk about quite some players already. Um, let's just zoom in a bit sp- more specifically on Manchester City. I think most of us or many of us probably have, yeah, very few City players in our team at the moment, maybe zero, maybe one, maybe two, mm-hmm. uh, but m- most of us either zero or one, I think. Uh, again, and as mentioned, the plan is to bring Haaland back. There are some injuries concerns or let's say fitness concerns. And also what a lot of people are thinking or saying is that, you know, that there is the, the big Champions League game coming up against uh, Bayern. So even if he's fit, you know, will he play now for the league or will they just uh, keep him on the bench and, and save him, let's say, for the, the Champions League game. So that will be, you know, quite difficult. Nobody will know. And we know Pep, he will probably say very little about it in the press release. So I, so I think, uh, or in the press conference. So each manager will have to make uh, yeah, their own decision on that. But uh, beyond Haaland, let's look at the best Man City option, if possible, mm-hmm. based on the data. And we also had a question about this exact same uh, situation from FPL Osama. So, as you have mentioned, Haaland uh, is obviously the top EV player from Manchester City, even though yeah. it reduced expected minutes. So, I'm also checking data right now, and I see that for some of the future game weeks, his expected minutes are well, lower than usual, uh, like... For example, 71 minutes uh, for uh, game week 38, 37, 36, and only 65 expected minutes for the next game week. So, okay. 
you can compare this to other players like let's say Salah who has 82 expected minutes for next game week it is right. already much lower so when we right. are using a prediction model we kind of hope <laughs> or assume that the modeler is taking that kind of rotations into consideration and reducing the expected minutes for yes. players who can be rotated because of whatever like Champions League coming up or whatever yeah. so yeah. From Manchester City, though, ex besides Haaland, uh, the top EV option is De Bruyne. Uh, okay. He's 10 EV less than Haaland for the rest of the season, but mm. still very solid at 45. And then we have Ederson with 39. And mm. then comes Grealish, then Mahrez, then Gundogan. Grealish and Mahrez, they are around the same, but Grealish is uh -huh. cheaper and higher in expected value. So if you are looking for an alternative players besides the you know usual suspects, Haaland, De Bruyne, Ederson, Grealish is the top option. Yeah, yeah. So the solver usually wants to have Haaland because his expected value is so high and he can be selected as the captain in certain game weeks, and mm -hmm. then Ederson because I mean as the goalkeeper his expected yeah. value is really high. I know you have, <laughs> you have still. Uh, some pain, pain, recent pain for picking yeah. Ederson. So. Yes, uh, he wasn't keeping any clean sheets when I had him, yeah. but uh, we should keep. Uh, yeah, we shouldn't let that influence our decisions. But <laughs> in a way, in a way, it does. Mm -hmm. But Graylish is an interesting one. I think he's in really great form. He's playing with a lot of confidence. It was also really nice to see when he went off. Uh, the kind of chemistry between Pep and him. I think Pep was really happy about his performance. So that just shows that, uh, yeah, I think Greilich is in a good spot. So, yeah, it could be an interesting transfer, I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, KDB, KDB is always good, but it costs just uh, a bit more. So budget-wise, it might not be that easy for everyone. And then Greilich could just be a good an alternative option. Yeah. Okay, um, so yeah, we talked about the Man City options, um, which will probably be popular transfer targets, especially Haaland. Uh, if we also look at game week 30 a bit more, the upcoming game week, and think about captaincy options. So yeah, Haaland is probably uh, there as well as a popular captain option. Um, Personally, I have my eye on Watkins. He's in really good form, playing against Nottingham now. So I think, yeah, you know, we can expect a goal, maybe even two. But uh, what is the data saying, Sirtop? Who are the best candidates for the captaincy? So again, we have some kind of a split for this game week. So I will talk about the ensemble model first. So we have, uh, like in average, we have Rashford as the best option. Uh, at 6.09 expected value and yeah. then we have Fernandez who is 0 0.5 uh, expected value less and then De Bruyne then Madison then Watkins so okay. all of them are kind of close to each other I mean we usually ignore if there is a difference of like 0 0.5 ish so if you think that way I mean all of these players are kind of sensible options yeah. And we have Watkins as the top option in fantasy football fixes model, but Rashford is top pick in FBI Reviews Premium Free Model, Market Odds, and Fantasy Football Hubs model. Rashford will be a popular captain, I imagine. 
So yeah, if we assume equal playtime, then Holland is the top option with uh, 6.99 expected value. <laughs> it sounds like a price. 6.99 <laughs> and yes. Rashford at 6.68, Mahrez huh. at 6.61. So as you see, the order becomes Holland, Rashford, Mahrez, De Bruyne, and Madison. It depends on whether you think Holland will play or not. Right. Um, by default, Rashford is leading right now, but maybe towards the deadline, Haaland will take over. Yeah, it's so difficult uh, with Haaland. I mean, even if he just plays a, one half, he can still score a hat-trick. Yeah? We've seen him doing <laughs> that. So I think uh, that's just the, the FOMO will hit us, I think. It's, it yeah. will be risky not to put it on Haaland. True. Unless Pap tells us that Haaland won't play, but probably he will not say that. So, yeah. Tough, a tough decision. Um, Man United play Everton. I think Everton they looked really strong uh, in the previous game against uh, against Spurs. But yeah, that was a home game for Everton. Now they play away at Old Trafford, so maybe that makes a difference. Hmm. Yeah, tough one. I still like Watkins against Nottingham. <laughs> yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. Well, let's see. Still have a few days to think about it. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, let's cover one more Twitter question, which was a bit more general about data and analytics. FPL Bean Counter is asking where someone should start if they want to learn about pulling, analyzing, and visualizing football data. Do you have any advice for him, Sir Tom? Uh, yeah, it's a tough question to answer. I mean, there are lots of ways to uh, do it. I mean, it boils down to what you are particularly interested in. Uh, Yoris Beckers actually uh, shared a link to a GitHub repository from Ed uh, Webster. Uh, it's yeah. Ed Webster Football Analytics Repository. There's lots of um, links in it. So there are tutorials, blog posts, like where you can find data. And I should also mention that lots of the data we use for uh, like analysis or visualization, it comes from the usual suspects, uh, like some of the websites out there, they share some of these stats. You just, yeah, you either scrape it or just download it from someone who has already data in GitHub. It depends whether you are familiar with programming or if you are right. using a tool, a tool like Excel. It is much easier to get help if you have a specific thing in mind. So if you know yeah. that there is this data in on this website and I want to visualize it in this way, how can I do mm -hmm. it? Kind of questions are much easier to answer. And I mean, there are lots of entry points to football analytics, to be honest. So okay, <laughs> sorry for the rounded answer, but the link that yours shared is a pretty good one. Yeah, so that's a good one. And to uh, take a look uh, on Twitter and follow that link. All right. Well, I think that covers it for this episode. A nice uh, mix of questions. Uh, Double Game Week 29 is almost behind us. I was just looking at the scores. Man United still 1-0 up. And West Ham against Newcastle, it's now 1-3 with two goals from Callum Wilson. Mm -hmm. So that's quite uh, interesting as well. Eh? We were saying a lot of people went to uh, to Isaac, 
and he looked pretty strong also. But then mm -hmm. today Wilson came in and he scores two goals again. So yeah, quite difficult to make the right choice there for the the Newcastle strikers if you want yeah. to go there. Yeah, and also he also scored against Manchester United, so he's at 19 points total right now. Uh, that's true. Yeah. And I see Bruno Fernandes got a yellow card, so I'm quite happy that I, <laughs> quite happy that I didn't go for him for a minor four. Uh, but yeah, the game is not over. Maybe he will still score a goal. You never know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, double game week 29 almost over, but the FPL season is far from over. I would say uh, there are still quite a lot of points to be scored. So no matter how your game week went or how your rank is. I would say don't give up yet. Keep planning as there are still some tricky weeks ahead of us. Sertop, anything you still wanted to add? Nothing from my side. Thanks for preparing the episode, Pass. No problem. Thanks for... Uh, oh, Isaac there. just scored a goal, by the way. <laughs> Isaac, oh, he came on and scored a goal. All right. <laughs> wow. There you go. Basically, it means you can't go wrong. Isaac or Wilson. Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> Makes it easier. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up. This was the FPL Optimized Podcast, episode number 40. Thanks again for listening and best of luck with your Game Week 30 decisions. We will be back with another episode next week. You can subscribe to our podcast so you'll know when the next episode is out. And you can also follow us on Twitter. For Surtop, it's at Surtop Bilal. And for me, it's at Belfi BB. Have a good rest of the week and talk to you next time. Bye bye.